Today on the Weekend Bible, Jesus is confronted again by the Pharisees. In turn, he confronts them about their own hypocrisy. And once again, Jesus Christ performs great miracles. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Daily Audio Bible here on the Streetlights America podcast. I am your host, Daniel King. So last week we were covering Matthew 14, and John the Baptist met his end at the hand of his imprisoners. And we read some accounts of two of Jesus' biggest miracles, maybe not the biggest per se, but some of the most popular ones, ones that a lot of us are very much familiar with. So today, we are covering Matthew 15. And here Jesus is confronted by the Pharisees concerning on the, on, the, on the disciples' lack of sanitary tradition. Of course, Jesus has a very important response to them. We will also witness Jesus feeding 4,000. Some of you might be surprised to hear that actually Jesus did that particular miracle with a small number of fish and bread, more than just once. He did it twice at least. And there's much more to cover in this chapter. So without further ado, let's begin. Then the scribes and Pharisees who were from Jerusalem came to Jesus, saying, Why do your disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For they do not wash their hands when they eat bread. He answered and said to them, why do you also transgress the commandment of God because of your tradition? For God commanded, saying, Honor your father and mother, and he who curses father or mother, let him be put to death. But you say, Whoever says to his father or mother, Whatever profit you might have received from me is a gift to God, then he need not honor his father or mother. Thus you have made the commandment of God of no effect by your tradition, hypocrites. Well did Isaiah prophesy about you, saying, These people draw near to me with their mouth, and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me, and in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. When he had called the multitude to himself, he said to them, Hear and understand. Not what goes into the mouth defiles a man, but what comes out of the mouth. This defiles a man. Then his disciples came and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this saying? But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father has not planted will be uprooted. Let them alone. They are blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind leads the blind, both will fall into a ditch. Then Peter answered and said to him, Explain this parable to us. So Jesus said, Are you still without understanding? Do you not yet understand that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and is eliminated? But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and they defile the man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. 
These are the things which defile a man, but to eat with unwashed hands does not defile a man. Then Jesus went out from there and departed to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region and cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she cries out after us. But he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. And she said, Yes, Lord. Yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Jesus departed from there, skirted the Sea of Galilee, and went up on a mountain and sat down there. Then great multitudes came to him, having with them the lame, blind, mute, maimed, and many others. And they laid them down at Jesus' feet, and he healed them. So the multitude marveled when they saw the mute speak, the maimed made whole, the lame walking, and the blind seeing. And they glorified the God of Israel. Now Jesus called his disciples to himself and said, I have compassion on the multitude, because they have now continued with me three days and have nothing to eat, and I do not want to send them away hungry, lest they faint on the way. Then his disciples said to him, Where could we get enough bread in the wilderness to fill such a great multitude? And Jesus said to them, How many loaves do you have? And they said, Seven, and a few little fish. So he commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground, and he took the seven loaves and the fish and gave thanks, broke them, and gave them to his disciples. And the disciples gave to the multitude. So they all ate and were filled, and they took up seven large baskets full of fragments that were left. Now those who ate were four thousand men, besides women and children. And he sent away the multitude, got into the boat, and came to the region of Magdala. And that will conclude today's reading. Now I just want to quickly step back to the Pharisees for just a few minutes. And their whole thing with Jesus was like being upset that they weren't following a very specific tradition. And yet at the same time they were violating the law of God not living in his will, and not even attempting. In fact, going so far as to twist it to whatever fit their desires. And the reason why I find this important in this day and age is, when I look around, I see the same thing going on today. Now, maybe not so much with the laws or traditions of the past, but more or less with our traditions and conditions of our hearts as we stand. When I watch... When I watch what's been going on in the world for the last several months, I can't help but feel that people tend to care 
more about immediate needs and immediate problems and less about the love of God, less about the mercy of God, and also not to neglect the law of God. Now, when I say law, I'm not necessarily speaking legalistic. I'm just talking about the whole moral importance of the law of God. Love your neighbor as much as you love yourself. Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. And just people's desire to have the love of God. I feel like all that is replaced with the immediate things we care about. Health, which is important, not arguing against that. Wealth, we all need money, so I'm not going to hate you for wanting your job. But at the same time, I think we tend to hold so hard onto things that God is in control of and not us. You see, the issue with the elders here was not so much that the disciples weren't washing their hands. It was that they were worried about this one little health-related issue and were concerned less with the law of God, which, as the scribes and Pharisees, that was supposed to be their priority. They were really the church of the day, much like we are the church of the day, the ones that God has trusted to put his gospel out to reach others. And sometimes we end up caring about the things that don't matter as much and less about the things that do. Now, I'm not necessarily asking everybody to ignore little things and then just throw everything in the wind to reckless abandon. No, do what the Lord is calling you to do. For all of us, that might be a little bit different. We need to start caring less about the little things that divide, the little things that concern, and start really living for the love of God, for the kingdom of God, for the things that are going to last. The duty of every believer, every single one of us, under the command of the Lord, is to be a salt and light to the earth and to be living examples of God's grace and God's mercy among this world. And not only is that our duty, it should be our desire as believers. Whether it's you working on your family right there in your own household, or you helping people at churches or whatever you do, even it doesn't really matter. The biggest thing I see is it's always the little things that the world cares about that tend to divide even the church, that tend to divide even us. In the end, it doesn't matter how important your traditions are to you. doesn't matter how important your preferences are to you. Walking with the Lord is far more important than washing your hands, which provided, I have to agree, is a really good idea. But in the end, what matters most is if we loved on the world the way the Lord loved on us. If we live to, if we live to shine out into the world as the Lord has shown into us. And that will conclude today's episode. As always, I want to thank you all so much for listening and for spending some time with us today. Also, just a little side thing, you've probably noticed that the audio quality has changed. I just made some upgrades. I'm excited about it. I'm happy. This sounds amazing. Well, at least it sounds amazing to me while I'm recording. But I hope it works well for you as well. But I do hope that it is... But I do hope it's providing a far clearer sound for you guys, because I have noticed with all my recordings, despite my improvements over the last two years, oftentimes my Thumbelin voice sounds muffled. 
Hopefully, this will give you guys a clearer understanding of what I'm saying, and hopefully be a little more pleasant to your ears. And as always, I want to thank you all so much for listening, and may God bless you.